I better not do that. Still sick. Woo! Party time. That's right. There you go. Better go deep. There it is. Got it. That's right. It's NBA Strayer. How are you going? How you going? Uh, it's NBA Strayer. I'm your host, James Clements. You might know me. Maybe. I'm the editor at codebet.com.au. Good website, that one. Uh, you might have seen this podcasting mug on the old Fox Sports Lab NBA with my good friend Ben Dixon and my other good friend Carlos Boozer. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm in the paper every day. So if you live in Australia, not WA, you might see my smiling face <laughs> in the sports section. Uh, I'm here at Larry Armour Studios hanging out, giving you the lowdown all the ins and outs of the NBA season while sick. Don't say I don't ever do anything for you. Oh, tell you what, the squid back at daycare just brings some lurgy home, knocks him about like, I don't know, <laughs> six hours and fucking knocks out old mate Jimmy for 48. Chaos. Anyway, uh, today's show, the Bucks rule, the Cavs rule, the Warriors drool? <laughs> Question mark. The Lakers, oh well, we all know what they do. The Lakers stink! Uh, the Nets won a couple without Kyrie, we've got a little update on that. We've got weekend winners and losers very quickly. Uh, we've got a juicy slab, but that's not a knife. I'll make no mate spot of the night. Better than Lonzo Ball. We've got dickhead of the weekend. There's the NBA Australia game wraps. will fly through all that today. Uh, some yeah, nahs, the unpopular opinion of the day, and Outback Takeouts. We were serving up a flame girl take, and that's it. I think we might chuck in a uh, quick Andrew Gaze Grey Mum reward, and that's out. Uh, no, skit, because uh, I'm sick, and I want to go back to bed. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Let's get into it. Episode 856 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack! Ah, you better. I'll tell you what, better watch out for the, uh, I don't know, the, uh, the attack of the consequences of my actions, if you're Kyrie Irving. Oh, gee. Hundred uh, percent. Also, just enjoying, uh, you know, Shaq living his best life. I don't know if you follow him on Twitter, but just, just feel like Shaq has just nailed it. <laughs> just absolutely nailed that one on the head. Uh, what else? What else? You better watch out for the attack of the Brooklyn Nets. Sands Kyrie, if you're the rest of the NBA, because unbeaten since suspending him. Just saying. Right. Let's get into today's show. The way we start every show here at NBA's Row the Daily. Whip around. That's right. Well, it's not really daily at the moment. We know that. Jimmy's got a new squid. He's going great. Tell you what. You just learn a lot again, don't you? You know, we've got the one who's almost four. And you got this new one. You're like, fuck, how do we do this first time around? <laughs> but I can hear every other, you know, NBA Australia two-time at least parent just nodding their head saying, so yeah, you're right, Jimmy. It's a bit fucking easier. But you do forget all the stuff, don't you? <laughs> but it's awesome. Loving it. Hashtag dad straight up. But uh, yeah, between all the other shit at the moment, we're still, uh, we'll probably do another show this week, I think on Thursday. Set up for the weekend. I'll try to keep that schedule for the moment. We'll see how we go. Uh, let's do some news, Kyrie. 
Ugh, Jimmy, do we have to talk about him anymore? No! But there was news, wasn't there? Nike. They're like, yeah, uh, that's not good for business. Uh, <laughs> they're like, fucking, what did he say? Ah, oh, Jesus. What's he posting? Ah, oh, fuck. All right, the Kyrie 8 sucked anyway. He was a dick last time we tried to release his shoes. Fuck him. Nike cut him. Uh, and the Nets, according to Shams and everybody else, uh, they've delivered a uh, basically a checklist. <laughs> the HR checklist of how you get back to get back to work, Kyrie. Kyrie's road back to work is what the slideshow is called, what the deck is called, isn't it? He's got to apologize slash sort of condemn that shithouse, inverted commas, documentary. I do like that now that, you know, YouTube exists, we can just go, oh, there's some fucking lunatic ranting about a bunch of dumb shit that's completely fucking false and unfounded. Oh, it's a documentary. <laughs> what? A documentary of a fucking idiot? <laughs> a documentary on how to make a shit film with no basis in truth because you're a fucking lunatic? Yeah, it checks out. Uh... So he's got to apologize slash condemn the movie that he pr- promoted. I didn't promote anything. No, you just tweeted out to your millions of followers, you fuck knuckle. Uh, the $500,000 donation that he talked about prior to his uh, non-apology, that the uh, anti-defamation league like, yeah, you didn't apologize. Fuck you. We don't want your money, you idiot. Um, so he's got to donate to anti-hate causes. I like how generic that is. Anti-hate. Uh, sensitivity training is going to go through. How many videos do you reckon he's going to have to watch? Is it going to be a lot? Anti-Semitic training. Yep. Hey, Kyrie, don't hate a race, a creed, a creed, a group of people, a religion. You fucking idiot. Uh, he's going to meet with the uh, Anti-Defamation League and uh, local community Jewish leaders there in Brooklyn. I talked about that in the last show, I think. Like, if you haven't been and uh, sort of spent time out in Brooklyn, you might not know how, like, just ingrained, like, you know, the Jewish faith, religion, personages are into that community like it's fucking crazy so anyway yeah he should because just imagine the level of hurt that he would have caused they were just like yeah cool so this guy's just sort of uh dabbling in a bit of holocaust denial yeah that's not fucking chill (laughs) jesus anyway and the last one is meet with joe sai the owner of the nets to demonstrate understanding i like that one kairi do you understand that you're a fucking idiot well joe look at from my point of view (laughs) You see, I'm just chasing truth and light and also, I don't know, I just don't know about these folks. And Joe Sly just slapping himself there going, fucking hell. This fucking prick. Um, I'll tell you what, what I really did, really, 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 really did like was CJ McCollum. And don't forget, Kyrie Irving's a part of the Players Association. So you haven't heard fucking tickety-boo from them. Until uh, CJ McCollum came out and was like, uh, hey, first of all, condemning anti-Semitism is important, CJ McCollum said. I believe in social justice, not just for black people, but for everyone. This is a social justice issue. And that is one of those like weird sort of things where you go, yeah. Like for all the talk that we've had um, around this sort of shit, like for Kyrie then to be like, hey man, I'm just asking questions. Like, all right, man. You want people to ask you about the three, you know, the 300 million of your, uh, you know, ancestors buried in this country. Okay, well, how about we do that without shitting on other people, you fucking moron. Anyway, uh, so CJ basically said, look, I think the important part was that he did apologize. I mean, he wrote a thing on Instagram. Did he come out and say it? 
Like, this sort of sticks in my craw just a little fucking bit. Oh, he apologised. Yeah! He dictated something that someone wrote down and he posted on his Instagram. Is there a video of him, like, just spelling it out and saying it? Did he front people, take questions? Anyway, CJ went on to say, he displayed empathy now. I think this is a learning experience, which I don't think he understood the magnitude of the movie because he didn't watch it. What? I don't think he understood the magnitude of how of the people that were affected, how they were impacted, and how fast hate can spread and how this can snowball. Yeah. Irving had also, you know, mentioned in his uh, heartfelt apology uh, that it contains some false anti-Semitic statements. Some. That's an interest. That's a... That's a a lot. That's a lot of carrying that summer's doing, isn't it? Jesus. <coughs> Narratives and language that are untrue and offensive to the Jewish race religion. What a fucking moron Kyrie is. Mealy brained idiot. Anyway, fuck him. I'm done. Don't care. Uh, basically, where this lands us at, do you reckon Kyrie will do his checklist? Yeah, nah. I'll get to that later. Joe Sai. Speaking of which, uh, might not want to hire Emo Udoka after all. People have gone, hey, uh, Emo, you know how you've been dealing with uh, first you fired your coach and uh, KD and all that sort of shit in the offseason and Kyrie's like ranting about whatever the fuck he's ranting about lately. Do you think it's a great idea to go hire the bloke who got suspended for a year by Boston for improper relationships and like, you know, what that might mean for... Everyone. <laughs> Joe Sai's like, fuck, that's not a bad point. Yeah, shit, that might be a bit on the nose. Should we broaden our search? I <laughs> oh, love it. Joe Sai, just doing great. Um, and also, don't be fooled by all the shit talk out there about Sean Marks and co. And it's like, oh, what a shit job he's done. It's like, this motherfucker built this team up from nothing. <laughs> Had to burn it all down, sorry. Fucking just sick over here. Basically, I did fuck it all because KD and Kyrie wanted to come to Brooklyn. And when they've got you bent over a barrel, you got to take DeAndre Jordan. All this sort of dumb shit. Look, I feel like there's been probably some communicative missteps, but they're trying to do the best they fucking can, right, around this sort of weird balancing act of uh, kowtowing to your stars but not seeming like pushovers. And I think that's harder than fucking ever. And it's like, yeah, we're trying to build a fucking culture. KD has got about as much fucking leadership in his body as a fucking cinder block. You know? He's got about as much leadership in his body as my fucking, as uh, as we Larry over there. What are you doing? What? <laughs> you say one, eh? Yeah. You know? It's just like shit like that. It's like, yeah. And then after that, after this all pops off, KD's like, yeah, I thought it was a bit of a mess. I think we should have just shut up and played basketball. Oh, really? Really, Kevin? You couldn't just come out and actually go, yeah, Kyrie's a fucking idiot. He should have apologized. You couldn't show just like a hint of fucking leadership. Anyway, uh, it's all a bit of bullshit. I think the Nets have had like some of the rockiest waters to uh, navigate, almost purely of their own making, but that's because you got into bed with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, the fucking snake. <laughs> like, what do you expect? <laughs> Oh no, if it isn't the consequences of my own actions. Again. Anyway, let's move the fuck on from the boring-ass bullshit bad nets. Pascal Sikkim Siakam out for a couple of weeks. <clears throat> uh, a doctor. 
Ride a duck to throw in a couple of weeks. That sucks. He was playing awesome. Like averaging what twenty five nine and eight basically. A couple of triple doubles, playing out of his out of his ass. It was great. And uh, Cam Johnson for the shunge. Had a torn meniscus in his knee, so he's out for uh, undisclosed amount of time. Right, let's do some game raps. 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 All right, from back on the weekend. I might remember these games Saturday. <coughs> Woo. That was a fun one. I'm just choking over here. Dying. Uh, the Cavs beat the Pistons 1-12-88. That was a fun game. Cavs hold on pretty nicely. K-Love smashing again. Yeah, 21-10. Donnie uh, Mitchell and Darius Rucker Judy Garland sat that one out, and they still won. Cavs haven't lost. It's awesome. Uh, <coughs> oh, Jesus. Pacers. They beat the 8. 101-99. Awesome. Halliburton's great. 22-99 for him. The Heaters, they're a bit shit. Just saying. The Knicks, they beat the Sixers without Embiid and Harden. Harden's out for the month. Don't forget. Uh, 106-104, awesome come from behind win. Uh, smashed him in that fourth quarter. Jalen Brunson, he's just a boost. Loved it. Uh, the Nets smashed the Wizards in the first game. Post Kyrie, 128-86. KD at 28-9-11. and 11. It was really, really good. Uh, the Wizards were just horrible in that game. We couldn't hit a shot. At 29 in the second half. It was just brutal. Uh, the Celtics outlasted the Bulls 123-119. Uh, Vooch got absolutely fucking annihilated by Jalen Brown, uh, which is pretty fun. Always love that. Uh, Tatum had 36 in that one. DeMar DeRozan, yeah, had 46. Uh, the Grizz beat the Hornets 130-99 because they're very good and the Hornets are not. <laughs> the Clippers smashed the Spurs. <laughs> in that second half, 113-106. Jeez, I'm dying over here. 111-110. The Raptors could not eke back right at the end against the Mavs. They held them just completely scoreless for like ages in the start of the fourth quarter. The Mavericks almost blew a massive lead and uh, just pulled away at the end with just enough. Luka was awesome. Uh, he had 35-8-6, but whew. The Raptors, look, it was not really a one-point game there at the end. Uh, it was like a late three, but yeah. Anyway, uh, the Warriors... They lost to the Pelicans, 114-105, because, uh, tell you what, they rested everybody. <laughs> the Bucks 115, beat the Wolves, 102. Uh, that was a wild one. Giannis is looking pretty good. The Wolves, sure, he's not as good. The Blazers beat the uh, Suns on a travel game winner by Jeremy, Jeremiah Garrett. The Rooster, Jock Landau, had a great, great seat for that one. Watching Jeremy Grant walk around. <laughs> 30 points he had in the end. Jeremy, uh, one thirty, one sixteen. the Yaz, Soft J, they beat the Lakers, because the Lakers, I don't know if you've heard. The Lakers stink! They do. Uh, right. Sunday's games, the Kings beat the Magic, this was awesome. Darren Fox hitting a uh, three just inside the logo to win it. Shouldn't have been tied up, I'm just saying, but a uh, good win for the Kings, 126-123. They moved to three and five, they needed that one desperately. Paolo Benquero was on. Incredible. Uh, the Nets came storming back to beat the Hornets after blowing a lead. Uh, basically, KD, when he was sitting, they got fucking killed. He came back on. They ran away with it. They were down like 11. And I think they ran off like a 27 to, I want to say, 26 to 7 run, I think it was, once he came back on, which was chaos because they just hadn't scored basically when he sat. Hornets came flying back. Terry Rozier was smashing it, and he ended up with 25 points in his return. KD came back onto the, onto the court and went, all right, fuck it, let's win this. Yuta wants an Arby. He's pretty good. I've always had a bit of time for Yuta, and now he's getting a little bit more run there in uh, Brooklyn because they uh, don't have anybody. 
It was pretty good to see. The Pelicans lost in overtime, 124-121 against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, fun one, Zion versus Trey. Uh, Zion, you know, having Trey run into him. Trey go, well, get out of my road there. God, what are you doing? What are you, what are, what are you doing there? 29, 8 and 4 for Zion. Trey with a 34 and 10. Uh, good game, that one, though. Really, really enjoyed it. That Hawks crowd was absolutely off fucking chops. <clears throat> Getting to overtime was an absolute fucking belter, too. Celtics, they beat the next 133-118. No hassles there because they hit a million threes. A franchise record 27. Uh, 108-94. The Bucks continued their unbeaten run. They're 9-0. Over our beloved Thunder. And uh, look, that was without Giannis. <laughs> Sorry, a bit of a rough one. Airman Gids at 15. That was all right. Uh, what else? <coughs> Jimmy's just dying over here. Don't worry about it. Uh, not the Coco. BT Dubs. Not the Coco. 129-117. The Wolves beat the Rockets. No Rudy Gabez. No problems. In fact, you could say it probably opened up the game for them a bit. Uh, the Nuggets smashed the Spurs 126-101. The Spurs, uh, eh, they've fallen back to earth a little bit. 5-5. Five and five. I think beaten by, like, over those last two games. Uh, well, in basically in the last two or three games. They've lost three straight now uh, to the Raps, the Clips, and the Nugs by, like, a combined, like, 80-something. <laughs> it's pretty tough. Anyway. And then the uh, Suns got a bit of revenge on the Blazers. 102-82. Smashed them. Yeah, that was a good game. Uh, especially when you had money on the Suns like Jimmy did. Uh, the Cleveland. Cleveland! Cavaliers smashed the Lakers today. 114-100. Tell you what, Donnie Mitchell. Looking bloody good. Darius Rocker, Judy Garland. Looking pretty bloody good. LeBron James. Not too bad. Anthony Davis was off to a flyer. Lakers look good. What about you? Would you would you feed the guy who's playing well? Hmm. Well, you're not one of the Lakers coaches, are you? We'll talk about that later. Cavs are eight and one. That is awesome. Raptors, they beat the Bulls 113-104. Fred Van Vliet, the fight Van Vliet's just crushed it. 30 points for him. Five five threes, eleven assists. Uh the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies. Uh Desmond Brown had twenty-eight. They smashed the Wiz. 103-97. Should not have been that close. They were fucking kicking their ass, and the Grizz just took the uh, pedal off the uh, put the foot put the, <laughs> pull the pull the pedal off the car, <laughs> pull the foot off the pedal, uh, and the Jazz beat the Clippers in a really fun game. Uh, Jordan Jeremy Clarkson just crushing it. He and Paul George going hammer and tongs, and then I know Larry, that's a girl's name, Mark, and it was unreal to end the first half, and the uh, Jazz were right there. And they held on, even though the Clippers took a lead late. So, good times. Great game. Enjoyed that one. Go back and watch it. 110-102. The Yaz are 8-3. What a world. All right, let's do some quick weekend winners and losers. Oh, my God. I won! I won! Ah! <laughs> <clears throat> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is... Me. Me. Ken, Ken Brockman. <clears throat> Can we get a shot of me? There you go. There you go. There you go. Weekend winners. Uh, Brooklyn. But Jimmy, <laughs> what a shit show. Yeah, but still, they pulled that Charlotte winner out of their ass. But also, I kind of like these, huh. Actually, fuck Kyrie. We don't need that lunatic here. <laughs> Those are great vibes. It's like, hang on a second. We've just fucked Kyrie off. We've just played Patty Mills a little bit more. We've got Seth Curry back in the fold. 
everybody isn't walking around on eggshells wondering about what this fucking lunatic dipshit is going to say or do next, huh, maybe we can win some games. Yeah, so beating Charlotte and beating uh, Washington back-to-back, wildly unexpected. I expected them to split them, uh, but to win both, it sort of just helps their season get back, just slightly back on track for a second. Um, seriously, for all this shit the last couple of weeks, to get two wins back-to-back is huge. I mean, just ask the Lakers. Whew. Anyway, the Bucks 9-0, smoked the Thunder without Giannis. The Bucks also smoked the Wolves. And, like, they're fucking amazing. Like, it's crazy how good the Bucks are at the moment. They have the best defense in the NBA. And basically in terms of, like, points allowed, all that sort of stuff, and in terms of their offense, it is is basically like, cool, we're still scoring 112, basically 113 points. We're top top 18 offense. That's without Chris Middleton. That is absolutely sick. I love it. So they're crushing it. Great job by the Bucks. Doing awesome. I'm loving watching them too. So they're a weekend winner. Orlando, they beat the Warriors last week. I mean, yeah, they lost to Sacramento on the weekend. But look, they basically had that game wrapped up. They fought, they scrapped. Franz Wagner looked really good. Paolo Bancaro looked incredible. Bol Bol was fucking in, just insane off his head. Like, just Orlando to be fun, that's a weekend win. You'll take it. Boston hitting that record amount of threes. Sam Hauser, there's a weekend winner. What, 5-8? Uh, 27 threes, though. But Boston, this was just a moment where they're like, ah, oh, yes, <laughs> let's get this back fucking rolling. Um, so they've had some big wins. And it feels like they've had a scrappy start to the year, but now, with that win over the Bulls and then the win over the Knicks, uh, they're six and three. Fascinatingly, they play the Grizzlies tomorrow. So, but I don't know. It doesn't feel like they've clicked that well, but Brogdon is just giving them just some really fucking quality minutes off the bench. He was just integral in that Bulls game, and then uh, was just again really, really handy. He's just such a steadying influence. Like, to get, like, 30 minutes of just someone who can rope fucking, like, Grant Williams into shape and just make him just not a fucking lunatic. It's pretty big. Kind of like it. Uh, who else? Atlanta. I kind of love Atlanta. Now that DeJunte, like, DeJunte Murray's just out there just throwing that big old schlong of his around, just going, look, what do you reckon about that? They beat the Knicks, they beat the Pelicans. Like, they're going to MSG. He drops 36. They absolutely just... I don't know. They had Atlanta rocking. Like, DeJunte Murray had the, tri- uh, the triple-double against the Pelicans. He was awesome. 22-11-10. Try had the 34-10. and 10. It's like, yeah, this is what it's meant to look like. Fuck, it's cool. They play the Bucks tomorrow again. That's another awesome game. Super stoked on that. Utah, they just keep rolling. What a great team they are. Beat the Lakers, beat the Clippers. Ah, love it. Absolutely love it. Like, my favorite part might be just be, like, how weird and wonky this team is. Mike Conley, Jordan Jeremy Je- uh, Clarkson, the non-super cool Beasley, <laughs> Malik Beasley, Kelly, the Hoosier, Linux. Hello. That's a girl's name, Larry Markinen, Rudy Gay, the sex man, THT, he's dynamite. They're out there just cruising. Eight and three. Will Hardy's coaching his ass off. Love it. But going into LA with such a weird young team and going out and ripping off back-to-back wins, when 100%, when you're already the toast of the town, you're 6-3, and three, you come into LA, you're like, yep, cool, we're partying. Fuck this. 
and you lose both those, set you back. No, they won both and won them handily. That's a big weekend win. And uh, the real one for me, because everyone's just cotton on. Cleveland! Oh, yeah. They're fucking awesome. And it was just one of those ones like, yep. It was like the one move in the offseason that might have just worked out of all of them has got to be Donnie. Like the fit is perfect, better than we could have ever expected. They look legit, legit. Like the Kevin Love thing, he's rejuvenated. He's happy again and playing his ass off. Garland and Mitchell, like, work. My sweet baby Karras is just fucking loving it. Mobley and Jared Allen go to the throw. They're awesome. Yeah, the Cavs are weekend winners. What about all weekend losers, though? We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Loser. 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 Ah, the Warriors. Oh, and six. What's going on? Oh, and six. On the road. They look wildly disjointed. They look way more like the team that we saw in the middle of last season, right? Like scrappy, lacking focus, not knowing their ass from their elbow. They're three and seven. First team uh, who won the title the year before to start 0 and 6 on the road ever. It's pretty gnarly. Uh, some of those nerd stats 23rd in field goal percentage allowed in transition, 25th in points per shot in transition allowed. They allowed the lowest field goal percentage in transition last year. Lowest. Yeah, it's 23rd. They also 24th in defensive rebounding. They were sixth last year. They just can't get any boards. Draymond. Just go and punch one of your teammates. Get him into gear. What do you reckon? But the uh, road trip from hell, right? So they lose to the Hornets, lose to the Pistons, lose to the Heat, lose to the Magic, lose to the Pelicans. Absolutely brutal scenes. Thing is, their weekend losers because they lost all their games. <laughs> but still, they'll be fine. It'll be what if they're five and twenty? That's when I'm going to worry. But three and seven, if they beat the Kings tomorrow, rattle off another couple of wins, get to five hundred in no chance, in no time, they'll be fine. But you know, this is just what these are the growing pains of incorporating Wiseman, Moody, Cumbucket, Kaminga a little bit more, etc. And away we go. But it's always going to be a bit bumpy. This is the bumps. Miami, I uh, called that indie game from way out, didn't I? Yep. I just don't seem to have an identity rolling at all Miami at the moment. They are, you know, that traveling three by Tyler, there goes my hero to beat Sacramento with some bullshit. They lose it on the road to Indy. Now they're going to play the Blazers. It's kind of lucky that the Blazers were without Dame. Probably, I don't know if Simons is back for that one, but yeah. If the Blazers were full strength, Miami would be in fucking trouble. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> oh, geez. Philly, they got pants by the Knicks. Um, They've now lost to Washington and the Knickerbockers. Now they play the Suns. Oof. No harder, no Embiid, no excuses, though. They've still got, you know, max contract Tobias Harris. Can't. What do you mean you can't lean on Tobias? Ah, you can't? They're never nude? It turns out there's only so much Tyrus Maxi can do by him fucking self. Um, Get Embiid back. Uh, The Knicks, look, I mentioned them quickly. They got, got by Atlanta, then by the Celtics, like, they beat Philly on the weekend, though. But, like, they were only missing Mitch. Philly just, like, it was a really nice feel-good win for the Knicks, that one. But then it was such a dispiriting just belting by the Celtics. You're like, oh, well, that good feeling lasted for not very long if you're a Knicks fan. Um, 
I just want to see more fight out of the Knicks, that's all. Uh, the Raptors, they're weekend losers, but they're good. But, Jimmy, they're really good. We love the Raptors. Yeah, we do. They're just doing their thing. They smoked the Bulls today. That loss to the Mavs. Look, they were in that the entire game. They probably should have won it even. The Mavs just sort of pulled some shit out of their ass. Uh, OG Ananobi's awesome. He's got more steals than basically fucking anybody. Uh, they're a horror show to play, but then they lose Siakam for a couple of weeks. So it's like, as soon as they sort of get into a bit of a groove, uh, this happened at Toronto like times last year, right? Like they get into a groove. They feel like the absolute Jenga team. Like I've talked about these like Jenga teams at times, I think on NFL Australia. But yeah, it's like if you take out one sort of bit, some teams can like handle that no hassles. I mean, you're seeing it with Milwaukee, but there's other teams where the load is spread so nicely and evenly that if you take out one bit, it actually sort of causes it to crumple. I'm fascinated to see what happens to Toronto now without Siakam for a little bit. Uh, they should be all right, though. If Scoob is back, Scotty Barnes, and OG is firing, they still might be able to ride that out. But anyway, Clippers uh, losing the Yaz today was a bit of a rough one. It's going to hit some threes. Like You can't play Houston every time. Clippers, I'm just saying. Over 11 that last quarter against the Yaz. They're just weird. They just can't put up points. Kawhi. <laughs> He's just like, I don't know what I'm going to play. My knee's sore, man. And everyone's like, all right, fuck. He's not playing this year again, is he? Yeah, good times. Ah, uh, the Lakers. The Lakers stink. Ah, uh, we're good. We turn around. Yeah, you won because Dyson Daniels bottled it. Should have hit two free throws to make it impossible for that Matt Ryan miracle shot. And to get you to overtime. And since then, you've beaten you, you've been beaten by Utah and Cleveland like a fucking Cherokee drum, right? Like they're a mess. Anyway, uh, LeBron's a weekend loser as well, right? Uh, lying for no reason. Oh, hey man, I was in Amigos like back in 2010. What? They didn't release anything in 2011. LeBron, why do you lie? What, what the hell was that? I mean, what the hell was that? What was that? What the hell was that? <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a break before I die. <laughs> we'll do some awards and then uh, some year nows. Right after this. This is Nick K and you're listening to NBA Australia. Bloody believe it's a knife. How good was Luca that went over Toronto? Lit it up. Led from the front. That was smashing him. And then it's one of those moments where you're like, oh, yeah. Maybe we can slow down Dallas if we just stop Luca a little bit. And if he gets a little bit cold, there, up shit creek. There's a bit of that. But either way, 35, 8, and 6, he's a weapon. But I'll tell you what. I enjoyed that uh, Sacramento-Orlando game a lot. A lot. It was a lot. 33-16 for Palabagato. He's a weapon. And Darren Fox, what a game winner. That was unreal. Swipe of the Fox. Just, you know, he's learning under the uh, the wise old tutelage of King Delhi himself. So uh, no wonder the Darren Fox has uh, jumped up a level this year. 37-5-3, shot 14-24. Loved it. Uh, the Tatum and... Uh, yeah, the Tatum and DeMar duel was pretty fun. DeMar had like a wild 46, but Tatum had the 36, 12, and 6 and uh, yeah, played him. That Bulls-Celtics game was pretty fun, but just never felt like the Bulls were going to win it. It was weird. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you there, Bulls fans, but that's just how it was. And uh, the combo today, Garland and Mitchell. 
33 for Mitchell, 24 for Garland. They shot the shit out of it. It was pretty bloody good, bro. And they, uh, I don't know, it was just a really good game. They just, they took the punch from the Lakers. They're down six at the half and then went, came back out went, no, yeah, go fuck yourselves. Bang! Lit right into them. It was very, very nice. Uh, actually, um, to be honest, since that was that Fred Van Vliet game today, so with his uh, five threes, KD doing it all against the Washington Wizards. That was pretty good. And then backing up with the 27 the next day against the Hornets and just going, right, fuck yes, I'll have to do it myself. That was pretty great. Um, and obviously I already mentioned the uh, DeJunte Murray triple-double, the 22, 10, and 11 with uh, his mate Trey Young with the 34 and 10. Just in an electric atmosphere there in Atlanta. Love it. Uh, 29s for both Zion and CJ was pretty good, but yeah. I don't know. I like that Darren Fox game. That was such a good moment for him. You know? It was just nice. <laughs> ah, good stuff. What about Spot of the Weekend? Spud, 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 Ja Morant, 23 points. Jimmy, that's not bad. Yeah, he shot 9 of 27. I'm no math magician, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's 30%. Yeesh. Uh, 7 of 23 for Spindles Ingram. He came back for the Pals. That was handy. But yeah, shooting 7 of 23, not idea. Corey Kispert. Oh, six from the floor. Love that. 18 minutes. Duncan, I'd like to have a beer with Duncan because he can't hit a fucking shot. Maybe he should get two beers into his belt. Like you do when you're playing pool. Three beers in, you're the best fucking pool player you're ever going to be. Oh, seven from the floor for Duncan Robinson. Maybe get a couple of cans under your belt there, Dunky, and then run out. Just saying. Big booty cow, Larry, one and nine. Not great because he's uh, playing low shit at the moment. That's just what he's doing. Oh, I've got a sad baby in the background. Oh, mate's uh, taking care of him. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> Will the Thrill Barton, one of eight. Caruso put on a Caruso show today. One of 11 in 32 minutes. But how's that? He had the uh, weird triple-double. 11 rebounds, 11 assists, and 10 missed field goals. <laughs> Danny Aftershare goes two of 12. PJ Hamilton, Washington, two of 15 for the Hornets. Kevin Porter Jr. with three of 12. Booknight, Marjon Bouchamp, and uh, Royce O'Neal all went one of nine as well. Spuds everywhere. But I'll tell you what, it hasn't been quite as egregious as you'd think. Because all these uh, offenses are so goosed at the moment, no one's really missing it like a shit ton of shots. I mean, we're missing a lot of shots, but you know, we're not going John Starks just yet. Uh, who was Old Mate No Mates? Old Mate No Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mates. Who's got no mates? Uh, Mike Bultenhoser. So Giannis turned the ball over at the end of, was that the uh, Bucks wolves game? So his brother could get in the game. <laughs> he just walked over and placed it out of bounds. <laughs> Mike Bultenhoser is like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but my favorite thing, like, to just think about that for, like, more than two seconds, like, what do you even say for Mike Bultenhoser after the game? He's like, Giannis, can you not do that, please? I'll just be like, yeah, I'll do what I want. So, yeah, to be fair. Well played, okay. Yeah, you do what you want. I won't say it again. It's fine. 
<laughs> Mike Bull knows a tough, tough saying there. The refs and that Jeremy Jeremiah Grant travel walk game winner. Bloke went on more of a fucking walkabout than that bloke who got lost in the desert, Robert Begecki, whatever the fuck his name was. Um, that was a pull for me. Jesus Christ, I don't know if that was his name. He went more walkabout than Paul Hogan. Um, he was just, he was like out there fucking running the marathon. And also, then had the ball in his hand, and boom, off he went. Um, anywho. Oh, mate, no, mates, because I uh, then got dragged, but still got the win. Anthony Davis. He was absolutely crushing it against the Cavs. Absolutely crushing it. Then he took two shots in the second half. Two. Two. Unbelievable. Ends up with 19, 12, and 4. It's a bit of old mate, no, mates. And then after the game, they're like, oh, yeah, look, we probably should have done more with Anthony Davis, considering he's really good and uh, was crushing it. And uh, my favorite part was then Russell Westbrook being asked about it. It's like, um, it's like, oh, yeah, so should you have gotten him more involved? Hey, I don't know who, I don't know whose job it is to get him more involved. We should talk to the coach. like, Russell, you're the fucking point guard. It's literally your job. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Unbelievable. Ah, uh, look, oh, gee, I don't, I don't know who's responsible for that. You! You got the ball in your hand, you idiot. Who the fuck else? Like, it's not fucking, like, Matt Ryan, Russell. Oh, uh, ask the coaches. Yeah, and they'll tell you. Give him the fucking ball, Russell. Jesus. Anyway. Oh, Dan Gafford. You're not going to get more pants than this, are you? Got got by Kevin Durant. And just like the look on his face of just laying on the floor going, fuck, oh, I can't believe I'm laying on the ground and KD just tripped me the fuck up. Just put me in the blender. Unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> just the, the look of resignation on his face is pretty amazing. Uh, Vooch obviously got yammed on by Brown the other day. That was pretty fun. Uh, one of the Morais got turned around as well. But yeah, the Gafford just fucking snapped him like a twig. <laughs> pretty great. What about Ben Alonzo Ball? Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you don't get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. We're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, Larry, that's God's name, Marketing. Already better than Lonzo Ball. Like, there's, there's going to be a point. Like, there'll be a point at this point, at some point. Say point one more time, Jimmy. There you go. There will be a moment. This season, where we'll go, hey, hang on a second, Larry Markin is better than Lonzo Ball. He was drafted after him, but now he's better than him. And that's just how it's going to be. <laughs> 27 and 12 against the Lakers. He was bloody good against the Clippers as well. As I mentioned, like he was perfect in the first half. He had 14, hadn't missed, ends up with 18, 9, and 3. This is the uh, tricky part with the Yaz. It's like you do realize that Larry Markin might need the ball more than, I don't know all of your other guys, because he's fucking good. Like, he took nine shots. Beasley took eight. Colin the Sex Man Sexton took 13. THT, he's dynamite. He took five. Uh, but Conley took 13 shots. Jordan Jeremy Clarkson took 15. I know that Clarkson was on one. He went six and nine. Nice. Uh, from three. But Markinen was fucking lighting the place on fire, and then they just went away from it. Anyway. Uh, bowl Bowl. Better than the Lonzo Ball. Now, this is an interesting one. Get to it again in a second, but 10 of 11 from the floor, 2 of 3 from 3, 23 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, bowl bowl. Just saying. Keep uh, keep an eye on that one. 
Franz Wagner, hello, 31, 3 and 6, 13 and 22 shooting. How about Christian Coloco, though, for the Raps? 11 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, and 6, count them, 6 blocks. It's pretty bloody good. Play really good. Christian Coloco, better than Lindsay Ball. All right, what about Dickhead of the Weekend? Dickhead of the Week! And uh, this is the Kyrie Irving Memorial Dickhead of the Weekend, and it will stay that way until someone else out dickheads Kyrie. So, might be a while. <laughs> Draymond. is Oh my God, is that Draymond Green's music? <laughs> Comes sauntering in, punches Steph Curry in the nuts and face, uppercuts him into the fucking roof. I love it. All right, back in a sec with some Yenas right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddy. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. Uh, let's fly through the rest of the show because I'm obviously cooked and still sick and my throat is fucking killing me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, nah, it's brought to you by, I don't know, go check out CodeBet. What are you doing? If you're not checking it out like daily, you're taking the piss. It is awesome. Put a lot of work into it. We did. And we do. Day in, day out. It's awesome. Uh, go check it out. Uh, right. Yeah, Naz. Hey, Jimmy, to revisit what you asked the other day, are the Warriors actually a bit shit? Well, that's a big question now. Three and seven. The question is more like, am I actually starting to get a little bit more worried? And to a degree... Yes. I'm a little bit more worried than I was the other day. I mean, yeah, they've only played the one game, but jeez. And that's a bad road trip. They'll be fine. But sometimes, you know, you don't want to be digging too big a hole. Three and seven's a pretty bad one already. But yeah, anyway, tough scenes. Uh, Matty O was the other day. He asked me, uh, marketing for most improved. And I was like, yeah, shit, it's not a bad idea. And then he uh, followed that up going, actually, Jimmy, fuck that, bowl bowl. Yeah, nah, to be honest, <clears throat> I love both marketing and bowl bowl's examples of most improved. Because uh, I feel like they're the best examples of the award, right? Like marketing being given the chance to do what he can and actually taking his game to a new level is exactly what Most Improved is all about. Bowl Bowl is the exact same. Dude was an afterthought. Let him have some run, no pressure, go hammer and tongs down there in Orlando. I'll tell you what, when Matty O has actually sent me that one, I'm like, what's Bowl Bowl's odds at for Most Improved? It was 101 to 1. So he made Jimmy chuck a quick 20 on it. Next time I checked, it was down to 61. <laughs> Holy fuck. I'm just saying, Bowl Bowl might have a chance. If so, you'd, man, Jimmy's got some beers in his future. I love it. Um, but really, I've got two more here really quickly. Hey, uh, the Wolves are a bit fucked. I mean, actually, <laughs> it's a bit tough to say because Rude the Gobez and stuff with that wheel has been out with the old Coco, which is pretty funny because like, this is how it all started, remember? And uh, they're scuffling along. They're 5-5. Five and five. The wins that they've had. 
They've beaten the Rockets. They've beaten the Lakers. They've beaten the Spurs. They've beaten the Thunder. And they've beaten the Thunder. Not exactly a murderer's row. Every time they play someone half decent, they've got their ass handed to them. <laughs> and somehow they play like the Spurs and Thunder like 27 times already. It's weird. But like, you saw it in that Rockets game. It's like, no Gobert. Towns goes off. Ant-Man has his first dunk of the season or whatever. And it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> this is what it was like. Without, <coughs> without a giant fucking Frenchman. Like, but my thing is like, hang on a second. Rudy goes out. Everyone's like, oh, right. Space. That's a good thing. Weirdly, though, you think about it for a second again. Utah, lose Rudy, turn into a juggernaut. Donnie goes to Cleveland without Rudy. He's a juggernaut. Minnesota, suck with Rudy. Get rid of him because he's got the cocoa. (coughs) Boom. They win again. What's the thread? A giant fucking Frenchman. Yeah. Anyway, uh, would Brooklyn just be better if they started Patty Mills at point guard the rest of the season and told him to be booming Patty? Yeah, nah, fuck yeah. Seriously, if you want one way to fix your vibes really quickly, Brooklyn, boom. Right there, right there. Now look at me, please. Look at me, look at me, look at me. The unpopular opinion of the day. Uh, yeah. What assets do the Cavs have left? Kick the tires on a Kevin Durant trade. I don't know. So this will get floated. My point might be, can they win it without him? <laughs> I mean, shit. But to be honest, like if they just went, fuck it. Here's sweet baby Karras. Some draft picks. Kevin Love to make the salaries work. Off you go. Some picks. Laughing. Not a bad idea. Anyway, uh, we're back to our house. Let's do it. It's Monday at our back, and I can't even do the voice because it'll tear my shit up. <laughs> we beat the shit out of a roo out the front of the fucking house, so guess what you're eating? That's right, Kangabangers. Only at our back. Guy's great with a flame grill take, and today's flame grill take is. 100%, actually, this is just a normal take. 100% the Nets came up with that checklist. The fucking, <laughs> like this, it reads like basically like a GTA, like finish this mission list, right? They basically came up with that knowing full well that he won't do shit and cause more of a stink. Like he's going to be like, nah, you can't tell me what to do. It's like, well, we can because we employ you to play basketball and not say fucking stupid shit which besmirches the reputation of said basketball team. He's like, oh, well, you can't, you're not the boss of me. It's like, well, actually, again, Kyrie, we are because we pay you and are therefore your boss in the sort of very basic terminology of this. That's the relationship. So if you don't want to do what we say, fuck off. Um, but I think most of this is 100% the Nets came up with a checklist for Kyrie to, you know, work his way through knowing that Kyrie's going to chuck a stink and cause more havoc, which allows the Nets to go, Kevin, (coughs) I mean, (coughs) we fucking tried. We fucking tried. Go talk to your mate, but we're going to move him and also you. And we're going to look like the good guys here. 
that's how they're positioning themselves. Just saying. All right. Uh, quick break. Australian Player Watch right after this. This is Shane Hill, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, Australian Player Watch. Let's do it. Hey, Jimmy, has Ben Simmons played another game yet? No. Do you reckon he will soon? Oh, maybe. <laughs> it would be the funniest part, though, if like the Nets were like, ah, oh, well, Kyrie's fucked off. And they just get Simo out there and he and uh, Kevin Durant like are unstoppable as a duo. I'd love it. It'd be fucking hilarious. Paddy Thrills, Paddy Mills, that win over Charlotte, he was unreal. Hit massive threes that got them back into that game. Back-to-back threes there. Uh, he has 11 points, two assists. He was unreal. Four or six from the floor, three or five from downtown. Uh, but really, it was him hitting those two. Like, the game was over if Paddy doesn't hit those two threes on those two offensive trips because the Hornets are up like 10. Paddy nails a couple of threes. Boom, it's something is manageable. Off they go. Great game by Patty. Uh, five points, one rebound, one assist, a block, and a steal against the Wizards as well on Saturday. Uh, Good job, Patty. Rock 'em, sock 'em, block 'em, jock 'em. Landau, the rooster. Nine, six, and one in that first game against Portland. Also, the best seat in the house for that game winner travel. Went three, three from the floor, and finally hit another three, which is good to see. Uh, five points, three rebounds, four assists, a block, and a steal uh, in the second game. So he played 18 minutes in that. Sunday game and then uh, 15 on Saturday and yeah he didn't really get much of an uptick with the uh, Aiton injury so Aiton came back Jock kept going at that sort of you know anywhere between what 15 and 20 odd minutes 23 minutes so that's right he's crushing it people are noticing love to see it Uh, Dyson Daniels oh geez after that Laker game Uh, (laughs) those two free throws are still brutal Three rebounds uh, in five minutes against the Hawks. That was it in that overtime game. Went 0-1 from the floor. He's right, just working his way into the uh, rotation. He's a bit of a, it's a bit of a luxury for them at the moment. That's how deep they are, bro. How deep are your nug? Uh, how deep are your pals? How deep is your pals? Ah, uh, Josh Giddy. I mentioned that the 15-6-2 against the Milwaukee Bucks. Duncan for the good land went two or three from the uh, three point line as well, which I love to see. That means he's gone four or seven over the last two games. Shot six or fourteen in total in that one. Crushed it. Good job. Giddy up. Giddy the fuck up. Giddy up. I said giddy up. Giddy up. Do it. Do it now. Uh, Josh Greeny Green and that's Toronto win. <coughs> There's another bloke who went three or three from the floor. Seven points, two rebounds, and a steal. It was awesome. Also hit a great three. He also went two or three in that game against Utah last week. So, just saying, Josh Green on an absolute tear from downtown. In his last three games, he's gone four of six. That's great. But either way, defensive menace, causing havoc. Love Josh Green. Josh Scott Green. Uh, Matty T, Aussie Matty T, off the bench against the Knickerbockers. Four points, three rebounds, and a block and a steal. Two or five. Just got to hit those threes. He went 0-2. You're killing me, Matty. And Delhi <coughs> got out there against the Heat the other day, obviously, with that five-point effort. Uh, but didn't get back out there against Orlando, etc. So, it's all right. And Delhi crushing it as usual. Right. Let's do some picks. Oh, jeez. 
Should we check out the Paddy Mills Game Day Ball Game Day Twitter check-in, though, really quickly? I think we should. Let's have a look. Oh, Paddy, 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 with the good hair. He has got the good hair. Paddy Mills. Boom. Happy birthday. Oh, Dayron Sharp. Ah, oh, they went for a swim in Miami. And Patty's saying, I'm happy that you learned how to swim before you turned 21. <laughs> that's, that's pretty tough. Pretty funny, though. Good on you, Patty. It's been a good mate. It's been a good mate hanging out with his teammates. Ah, uh, right. Let's do some picks and some previews. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, an inverting Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. You almost forgot me. No, not today, buddy. Not today. Uh, we are crushing on the picks. Now, you might think that this is, uh, you know, because it's my job, picking games and whatnot, I'd be half decent at it. I mean, turns out I am. <laughs> so far, touch wood, wangs his head. Uh, 86 of 129 so far this season. Because if you go back to, when we, we recorded Saturday morning, didn't we? And uh, we went 8 of 12 <laughs> for Saturday's games against the spread. That's fucking awesome. And head-to-head on Sunday, we went 5 of 8, then went 3 of 4 today. So I'm just saying that's uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. 16 of 24 over the weekend. So 86 to 129. So uh, as I mentioned, there's no games actually on our Wednesday because it's like... Uh, Midterm election day over in the States. So they have, I think, everybody playing. I think it's everybody, isn't it? Oh, it's like most teams playing <coughs> on the day before and then the day after. So what we'll try to do, we'll try to do a show on Thursday night and just wrap up those two uh, two days worth of just huge full slates. Sound good? Good. Good at it. Uh, let's do it. So where is the schedule? That'd be handy. Because um, in order to make picks, you have to talk about games. Aren't Jimmy Six shows just awesome? <laughs> Fucking hell. So 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Yeah, 15 games on Tuesday, and then I think 15 on Thursday. So what does that mean? Well, everyone's playing. Right, so Charlotte, they're hosting Portland. They're favoured by two and a half points. I am take... Oh, no, that's on Thursday. What am I doing? I thought that was Charlotte Washington. Charlotte, stay home the entire time. Not a bad gig. Right, Charlotte, two and a half point favourites over Wiz, taking that. Orlando, four and a half point favourites over Houston. Ooh, Orlando, Houston. That's a 1995 NBA Finals rematch. Love it. Shaq versus Hakeem. Classic. Uh, give me the Orlando Magic. That's... Look, Jabari Smith, Jalen Green, Paolo Bacchetto. you got Paolo. Number one, uh, number one pick. Take him the number three pick. That'll be great. Give me the Magic Men, though. Four and a half point favorites. OKC okay, are one and a half point underdogs in Detroit, which is a fascinating line. I think OKC play pretty hard. So do Detroit. This is actually a sneaky OK game because uh, they play tough. I just kind of like OKC. Like, Shea can just go off against anybody. Gids, they've just got some defenders. Detroit feel a little bit more seasoned, especially with Bojan, but... Give me OKC there. 
New Orleans, five and a half point favorites against Indy. I'm taking the Pelicans. They'll just be too big for Indy. Phoenix, Philly. Suns in a heartbeat, minus one and a half. Milwaukee, Atlanta. Oof. I think this might be the first Milwaukee loss of the season. Give me the Hawks plus three and a half. And if it's not a loss, it'll be close, so I'll take the points. Miami. They host Portland. They're seven and a half point favorites. I'll have to take the haters there. Portland is a bit too up and down for me. Chicago, Toronto. Uh, let's have a look. There was no line for that before, but we'll check it now. Because why wouldn't we, bruv? Why wouldn't we? Toronto, Chicago. The Bulls are three and a half point favorites against Toronto. Oh, that's a bit of a rough one, isn't it? Um, might have to go the Bulls. Just, I mean, we saw it just on the weekend, but give me the Bulls. Yeah, fuck it. Minus three and a half. The Raptors without Siakam. It's just going to be a little bit of an adjustment period. Boston, they take on Memphis. They're three and a half point favorites. I'll take Boston. Grizzlies on a back-to-back. And uh, even if they're at home, Boston should be able to get by that one, I reckon. Knickerbockers, Minnesota. Minnesota, four and a half point favorites. There's no Rudy. So I'm going to take the Wolves here again. They might find out. They just go, fuck, we've traded away our entire future and we're beating teams without Rudy. What are we doing? We've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> Love it. <clears throat> uh, so there's many in that one. Denver, they take on the San Antonio Bandera Spurs. They're seven and a half point favorites. I'm going to take Denver. They smashed them the other day. They'll smash them again. Brooklyn, Dallas, that's hilarious. Mavs will kill them. Uh, six and a half point favorites. I'll take Dallas. KD's good, but the Mavs do have some big wings that you can sort of throw at him and you can just sign him just a little bit. The Nets are cooked. Uh, Sacramento, Golden State. I'm going to take the Kings plus seven and a half <coughs> because they're a way more fun team at the moment. Golden State at home, though, they'll probably win it, but Kings can keep that close. Lakers, Jazz. We just saw this the other day, but I think the Lakers can bounce back. Give me the Lakers plus two and a half. I hate it, but I'll take it. And the Cavs. They take on the Clips. They're one and a half point favorites in LA. I like Cleveland there, so why not? Good stuff. That's uh, tomorrow's games. And Thursday, so no games on Wednesday. Thursday, we've got... Let's do some head-to-heads. I think I can. I think I can bring up a schedule of the teams. Portland at Charlotte. Uh, Give me the Blazers. I think there's a bounce back there. It's going to be at some point, right? Denver Indy, I'll take Denver. Uh, Dallas Orlando, that'll be Dallas. That'll be a really fun game, though. Uh, Utah Atlanta, ooh, I'll take the Hawks. I reckon they can rip off back-to-back wins here. That'll be fun. Boston, Detroit, Detroit in Boston, I'll take Boston. New York City, Knickerbockers in Brooklyn. I mean, it's going across a bridge, isn't it? Uh, give me the Knicks. Just t- too deep. Brooklyn will put up a fight. That'll be close. Check the line when it gets closer, but I'll take the Knicks for now. Toronto hosting Houston. Toronto, oh, that's a bit tricky, actually. Houston, a little bit of firepower. Toronto, look, they should be good enough defensively to stop them. Chicago, New Orleans. Give me New Orleans. It's too big for Chicago. Vooch versus Valentunas. That'll be fun. Shit, yeah. But I think New Orleans will be too good. With Spindle, Zion, CJ, and Valentunas, like, healthy and playing, like, who can actually beat New Orleans uh, Phoenix, they go to Minnesota. They should take care of the Wolves. That's a tricky good one too. 
Milwaukee, I'll take Phoenix. Uh, Milwaukee against OKC. Bucks should take care of OKC again. Uh, they did without Giannis. They should with him. Memphis, San Antonio. I'll take the Memphis Grizzlies. Lakers, Clippers. That's pretty fun. I'll take the... Oh, shit. I'll take the Lakers. I reckon that'll be a fun one. And Cleveland, Sacramento. I'll take the Cavs. Wow, Cavs... Shit, would they be like 10-1 and one at that point? God damn. That'd be great. Anyway. All right, so there you go. We'll do a show Thursday night to wrap up those massive slates of games. That's going to be awesome. Three, six, nine, twelve. Yeah, it's like 15 games on uh, Tuesday. I don't know what's going on Thursday where there's like one team missing. Philly? Yeah, Philly don't play on Thursday. And nor do Miami. Weird. Anyway, because they play on Friday, our time. Anyway, <laughs> we'll wrap all that up for you. Uh, I've got a bunch of shit to do on Friday night, so I'll set you up for the weekend on Thursday night. Uh, we'll go from there. Sound good? Good. Great. Oh, I didn't do the Andrew Gaze Grand Mumber Award. Uh, it's Paolo Banquero. He's awesome. Second youngest player in NBA history to record 30-plus points and 15 rebounds in a game joining LeBron. He's averaging 23 points and 8.5 rebounds a game. He's fucking awesome. Last rookie to do that was Shaq. <laughs> Great. Not bad company. All right, uh, make sure you're following us on the Twitter, Facey IGs. Yeah, we've been a bit slow lately. Just I've been sick for three fucking days because of the squid, so shit times. I'm all right, no cocoa, just fucking wiped. Anyway, uh, check out NFL Australia with myself and Gaz. That'll be out tomorrow night, Monday mo- uh, Wednesday morning, whatever. Talking all sorts of gas about the NFL. Good week to talk about this week, too. Uh, NBAstraight.com, get your merch, buy a T-shirt, buy a hoodie, help a brother out. I've got to clear out the squid's room. Uh <laughs> Check us a rating review on your podcast app. Don't be a fucking shithead. Help us out, would you? It's not exactly a big money operation over here. You can rate and review. It does help. Uh, big thanks to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Check out their new band, House Hats. They're awesome. And big thanks always. I go to Joshua Delarentis, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers for the June year throughout the show. Smash them on Bandcamp, Triple Down Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia Sports Train bands. And that's it. Uh, no skit today because I'm fucked and I just need to go sit down. <laughs> so we'll talk to you on Thursday. You dickheads? Sound good? Good. Great. Remember to keep an eye out Fox Sports Lab NBA uh, with myself and Ben Dixon. Check out CodeBet. All the good shit is on there. Seriously, we've got great NBA picks between, uh, between myself and uh, Stats Guy. Crushing it. All right. Catch you on Thursday, dickheads. NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And thanks for sticking by with this uh, sick episode. Been a bit of a rough one, but later, hosen. <laughs>